BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 you know what I'm saying like it could have been like easier and a lot of people have asked me like how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple and what else was it gonna like that's what the song wanted thanks for listening to this episode of the crew call podcast on deadline welcome back to it could happen here uh-huh. The show where we're talking right now about the metaverse that a bunch of rich people think that you're going to want to live in once they ruin the regular world um, uh, and why it's dog shit. And it is dog shit. So it's just it's just it's just total dog shit. Um, everything about this, I don't know, seems like a waking nightmare to be to me so far. If we're actually talking about like what they are, what they are immediately trying to, because a bunch of this is aspirational nonsense that, as we've stated, is like. You are never going to play a perfect game of basketball in a mix of real and AR courts with your friend in Hong Kong. Like, that's never going to happen. Never. That's not Um, how physics works. That's not how physics works. That's not how electronics works. Maybe when we find out how to literally hack the human brain, we can, like put you into a, a quasi seizure state that 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 the, that mimics <laughs> that but like the closest that... the closest thing we have to this right now is actually uh VR board games is the best yeah. is the best example of this where you can play with you can play Settlers of Catan with your friend across the across the yeah. globe. Yeah. And there's some cool shit you can do with haptics. And haptic feedback is like the the basic example of it is when you like touch your phone and your phone like vibrates under your hand to like let you know that you've you've touched like a, a command. Yeah. And there's there's people who think like at some point we would be we, we may be able to make using haptic feedback like a virtual keyboard that feels like a real keyboard. That might be possible. I'm Again, very skeptical of that's of still that. that's still like kind of like yeah. the idea of a keyboard that isn't there but feels like a real yeah, keyboard that is, might be possible. We are nowhere close to that. That's still on the fringes of possibility. Like this, the fucking shit they're showing in this video is like 
nonsense. We will have laser cannons before we have any of this bullshit. Like, yeah. we will be shooting each other in space before we have this nonsense. Um, and thank God for that, because at least that sounds fun. So the actual center of what they've built in terms of the products that that Facebook uh, is launching now for the metaverse, um, the core of it is Horizon Home and Horizon Worlds. And I think Horizon is kind of the brand they're going with for all of their different like meta programs. Um, Horizon Home is the home spaces thing that they discussed earlier where people can like make their own like houses. And one of the things they don't talk about in this, they keep saying like you can build whatever you want. You can make it look like anything. They don't say a word about how like decorating your digital home is going to be monetized um, versus how much of it will be sweat equity. And again, like the smart thing would be make it all sweat equity, make it like Minecraft, make, make people like be Minecraft, able to yeah. to build anything they can conceive of. If they're actually creative enough and spend the time, they won't do that. Um, as they talk about in that, like in the video they played, like we're like, oh, this is a cool world. It was made by a developer. Like, yeah, you're going to buy the cool shit. Um, I don't, I don't know. We'll yeah. See. You're going to buy it and it's going to suck. Cause all you can do yeah. is sit at a table. Yeah. And, and it's, it's like, you can't like, go into bed. Like you can't like all of this stuff is just cosmetic. Like it's, you're not going to be tricked into thinking it's real. I've, I've been in some yeah. cool VR, like 3d rooms and like, they're cool to look at for like, but 10 minutes yeah but you can't it gets do anything boring yeah, yeah like it's easier like oh yeah it's like the real world but i can't touch anything and and when they <laughs> show you the stuff that's closer to real like the different like people chatting in the metaverse and whatever yeah. it, it doesn't look fun there's a there's a scene where no. they like show people like watching a youtube video together in the metaverse and they're all like these disembodied upper torsos because of course vr real sets legs. can't can't yeah. read your legs so it's like a bunch of torsos floating around a maximized youtube video window yep. and it's like i would rather just show a friend my phone <laughs> like yep. i would even rather yeah. text them a video <laughs> you know what's and actually have them... <laughs> realer than that is yeah. being in person with somebody and watching yeah. it on a on a phone or even but even even if without like it's the kind i think that they're expecting that like everyone's kind of bummed when they send a friend video over signal or text and like what? wait for them no i would rather do that no. than this shit i don't want to no. hang out as a I bunch of torsos wanna, like, around a youtube window. i don't want to schedule a a VR session every time I want to share a YouTube video. No, that sounds horrible. And it sounds like I would constantly have to be in VR. Like he talks about how we're not trying to expand f f screen time, but like, yeah, am I just waiting around in VR to like show yeah. friends YouTube they videos? They are real Why? unclear about how often you need to be in a headset. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of suspicious. It's almost yeah. like they don't actually plan on doing anything. So there's it's a, all bullshit. I'm going to play another video that they claim to be a use case. And the way this video starts is like, this actual person is in an actual real world concert for some guy I've never heard of that Facebook. I think he's he's some clearly some sort of musician with a following that Facebook hired to do a concert for this video. Rad. And she like calls her friend on the metaverse and her friend digitally hops into the concert and they like the digital girl and the real girl are like dancing together at the show, which uh -huh. I don't know, whatever. Like that is more possible than the basketball shit. Um, I mean, yeah, watching a Having a, like a yeah. VR version of standing in a room where a musician plays, sure. I mean, it's not going to yeah, be tons it's doable. of fun, but it's I, doable. I, I, yeah, I would debate like whether or not it's doable. But then after that, they see like during the concert, this like digital thing pops up that's like, do you want to go to a free after party? Um, and first off, all of these after parties will cost money and they'll all be dog shit. But um, that's the same with most real after parties. So I guess that's that's at least Facebook uh, accurately delivering on on the promise <laughs> of the real world. <laughs> Um, but I, I want to play like what happens in this metaverse after party that these two both hop into digitally after one of them 
So like as this starts, the lady who was actually at the concert like sits down at home and gets into the metaverse. Imagine your best friend is at a concert somewhere across the world. What if you could be there with her? Yeah. Real, yeah, re- real and clear how that works. Yeah, real clear. Like, how, how that does works. the person at the concert see the holographic version? How does the holographic person see that? Yeah, is she wearing and, like, all that like, shit like, while she's are, dancing? Are, is yeah. everyone wearing VR and seeing the world through VR? Because I'll tell you what, like right now, I'm, I, I, I in, in our brain, you're wearing on, an I put Oculus. On, this I put on, time. Like, I put on an Oculus as a joke, and right mm-hmm. now I, I have it on the pass through mode, which means I can see the real world through my cameras yeah. in the Oculus, and you know what? It looks like shit. Yeah, it's black and, it, and white. It's super grainy. I can't. There has it has no like exposure range. Yeah, everything is like it's it's like it's you like, look like, like you're tracers. wearing a sunglasses case in your it's on your massive. in front of your face. And, like, like you I can look see like the shit. world, but like I can't do anything because it all is like a horrible digital like copy. And, like, like I can't. Like uh, it's not real. Like I can't again, do anything. Aspects of this, like at, at some point, pass through mode will be in color, and the latency will be low some, enough some, that you won't really notice are, it, yeah. right? Like, and it, there won't be latency, and like, yeah, but it'll. But it's not going to be as good as looking at it with thing. your human eyeball. Yeah, yeah. And it'll it'll <laughs> still be a thing. So that girl's going to have to be at a concert, dancing, getting super sweaty, and like she's wearing something, even if it's as small as like regular glasses. Yeah, she's not like. I guess I'll, that, I'll talk that about would be better, the, but like I'll talk whatever. about this more at the end. But like, the, if people are actually going to develop this this yeah. technology. The real way to do it is with AR, yeah. not not VR. Because with AR, yeah, you could have put on like actual glasses and yeah. have like a person show up on the thing and make it look like they're there while actually still seeing the real world. That's gonna yeah. be the way to do it. Yeah, uh, and I think that is are, are what they're to do it. Yeah, I think that's what they're like claiming here. But it's really unclear how it's all going to interface. How the AR is going to interface with like the full VR stuff. Like, are we going to have two separate sets of gear? One for when we're in the real world and we can't be fully immersive. Yeah. And one for when we want to dive into the metaverse. Do because we always they're not carry that around? Do, both. do we always carry yeah. that around wherever we yeah. go? Yeah, but I, I want to play the section. I, I sorry, I played the video where they were at the concert just because it it looks very silly. I want to play the section where they're at the after party because it it's dystopian as fuck. So here's the all all metaverse after party that looks like a bunch of fucking connect avatars standing around a ne- like a, a, a room made out of glowing neon. A digital room, yeah. Nobody's drinking, which is the only good thing to do at an after party that's not cocaine. So from from the jump, I'm like, well, what is the only good thing about an after party is if you want more drugs. And all of the drugs places are closed, hey, so you go may- to an maybe, after party. Maybe at the end you can hook up with a digital avatar. Yeah, it's anyway. That I'm could just be, gonna that play could be it. fun. I'm just gonna play this dog shit. <laughs> Where they were? This is wild. Is it? <laughs> is it? <laughs> They're just slowly dancing. He's a giraffe man. Hey, check this out. Charity auction. NFTs. For oh, yeah, charity, charity auction for and NFT merchandise. That looks like shit. Yeah. It looks dog shit. Yeah. So it's like what... it's it's a it's a horrible three D chat room. We already have these. These already exist, yeah. and they're not tons of fun. The and, only and time like... they're fun is when you're in fursuits and you're walking around a fake city destroying it. That's the only fun way to do this. <laughs> And the thing they're showing in this is that like a, a, a an autographed poster for the concert um, is is an NFT that you can buy for a charity auction. And like as they're looking at it, the actual musician walks by and tells them it looks cool. And so they buy it. 
And they, they have the musician come in for that, number one, to like try to make this kind of like, yeah, you'll be able to do these digital events where you can meet actual celebrities, which like, no. I'm sure celebrities will agree to do Q&As in the multiverse like they do anywhere else, but they're not going to just walk around in some dog shit virtual party. No, because they have money and they can do actual fun things in the actual real world. They're going to be fucking supermodels while skiing down a mountain in Lake Tahoe because they're rich. Um, They're going to be like flying in their private jets or, or driving in a fucking yacht and eating lobster that's been tortured so it tastes better because they're rich. Like... They're they're not going to be hanging out in a digital lobby telling you that a fucking dog shit poster NFT is cool and that you should buy it um, unless you're a millionaire and they want your money because uh, they're Nicolas Cage and they have an addiction to buying Tyrannosaurus parts. I don't know. It's it's silly. Him. It's it's ridiculous. Um, yeah. So one of the things that I thought about when I was watching this is like the concept of metaverse culture. Um, so like at some point, if this is a thing, there's going to be like, like if there ever is a metaverse, people will develop a culture for it. Just like they've yeah. developed a culture for Twitter, a culture for Reddit, a culture for Facebook, just as there were like internet culture or was Final internet Fantasy, culture World before. of Warcraft. Yeah. yeah, it happens with every community you make online. Um, and, and that's the thing, like there's no, I see no space in this thing that Mark Zuckerberg has envisioned as he is presenting it for organic yeah, no. evolution of a culture. None of the yeah. things in here are going to make people want to form a culture around it because it's all yeah. it looks like it looks like boring yuppie shit. All of it. Yeah. Like, none of it is actually looks cool or fun. And like, none of it none of it is he's not talking about any of it with like the there's no there's no openness in it. Like there's no, I don't see where a culture could evolve. And if one does, it's going to be directly like in opposition to Facebook moderation. Um like yeah. it, um, it, well, yeah, and, and I mean, and there's there's an extent to which like they can't, right? Because like, if if you actually let people just like do things, like imagine the griefing that's going to happen in one of these spaces, yeah. right? Like every person's avatar is going to be like sixteen thousand dongs. Yeah, like, that's just that's literally that's all it's going to be. Like this is this is this is what Twitch looks like, right? Like every yeah, Twitch it, chat is just a guy posting a hydra made of dongs. Like it, like they, they, none of none of this can actually work if you let people do literally anything. But if you don't let people do anything, like why would you no one's gonna want to do it yeah yeah like how how are you gonna sell them this crap like (laughs) once upon a time there was a game called second life i guess it still exists but people were talked people talked about it the way they're talking about the metaverse now and that became just like it it, it was never that but there was like this beautiful moment where this i think anshi chung was her name um this like culture writer kind of uh, expert lady was like doing a q a in second life that was like billed as being this like big event for the platform that was going to like make people take it seriously. And a bunch of like users showed up and made a bunch of floating dicks like float through the room during the interview. So that like while this person was trying to talk seriously about Second Life, just like floating cocks were zooming past her head the, the entire time. And it was extremely funny. And it's it's exactly the kind of thing that like, yeah, Mark, that's what all of this is going to look like. Any mass event is going people will find a way to grief it. Um, and that will, in fact, be the thing they most want to do. Is that will yeah. be the and, actual and, culture part is fucking yeah. with Facebook. Yeah, yeah, like, but you know, but the, the part about that that sucks is like, yeah, you know, like you're you're in a virtual reality thing, right? So like, okay, what are people going to do in a virtual reality? It's well, okay, you're gonna get you're gonna get a bunch of neo Nazis like oh, figuring yeah. out a way to like show you just like the worst shit you've ever seen in your life. Like it's, it's gonna it's gonna be all the stuff from the two thousands where like. Like half of the internet was just like a video. Well, I mean, this is 2010s too. Like half of Twitter is just beheading videos, except now it's in yeah. VR. 
It's like yeah, yeah imagine ISIS in the metaverse. It's going to be yeah. amazing. That's oh, some of that's even already happening in like VR yeah. social media apps. I know of a few specific Nazis involved in January 6th yep. who networked and met with people via of specifically VR chat. So mm-hmm. like this this is already a thing um and making it of even more it broad than like this small, you know, because VR right now is mostly just a yeah. small subsect of like gaming culture, right? And people are yeah. into it because there is VR games that are cool, like 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 Beat Saber is fun, right? Yeah, that's why there's, people, there's that's why, fun that's why VR games. It. Yeah, absolutely. But I um, the, in order to, for them to break this through into the mainstream, they need to make it appealing some way, and the only way they're making it appealing right now is by doing meetings and like concerts. Yeah. So the next part I want to play doesn't say a lot about the future Mark's trying to build, but it's very funny because it's him sitting down with a woman who works in his gaming department and she's walking him through like what games are going to be integrated into the metaverse. And it fucking reads like an I think you should leave sketch. Like it feels like a sketch where the joke is that everyone is awkward and not talking the way human beings talk. And in case you can't watch this chunk of the video and it starts at about like 1934 um, in the actual Facebook video, all of the video games they're talking about, like, look dog shit. They look like the Kirkland brand of, like, popular, like, fighting games and FPSs and stuff. None of them look very good. Um, so I'm going to play a clip from this because it's very funny. This can build out active communities. Beat Saber has a passionate community. Oh, I love Beat Saber. So do I. And Beat Saber just passed $100 million in lifetime revenue on Quest alone. It's a great example of a game that keeps releasing fresh content. They've actually been working on evolving the way that you interact with the tracks and feel the music. The way he's nodding in this, like his digital avatar looks more like a person. Here's some Beat Saber. Yeah. Yeah, it, it looks like regular Beat Saber. Yep. But it's it's VR. It, it, it's our, it's already is VR. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, it's already a VR game. I can't wait to play this. And they you can already play it with incredible artists to release new music packs all the time. You can Did do you this right now. Music pack last God, month? A little more than I should have. I probably should have been working more on this metaverse presentation. <laughs> well, oh god! Every scene where she's talking to him and he's just like bobblehead nodding just a little bit, but not in like it's. He looks Again, so fake. Yeah. Mark actually will benefit from the metaverse, like outside of a financial thing, because a a sculpted 3D representation of him will be a thousand times better. At looks like, more human than he look, does. Looks like more of a person. Yeah. Um, it's. I mean, it's Jeez. just like he's scripted it badly and he's a narcissist, so he has to be the one to present it. Again, a smart... Oh, like, I love Beat Saber. Like, number uh-huh. one, if Steve Jobs were doing this, number one, he wouldn't, because he understood what people wanted from technology. But if he were doing something like this, he would introduce like little chunks of it and then he would have a famous person who's charismatic introduce the rest of it like yeah that's yeah like you it wouldn't be it wouldn't he be would introduce fucking how him to, sitting at like a bobblehead listening and to like he would introduce vr and ar into a way that actually integrates how people use the internet already because yes. there is ways that there is ways of doing yes, it there's the, but it's this not tech, this like yeah. super monetized nft like bullshit holographic yeah. fake stuff yeah, and there's there's aspects of this, like he goes through after this, like there's a bunch of gaming stuff, which is impossible for the reasons we've talked about. And then there's aspects of it that seem cool. Like there's a scene where like an architect gets onto his digital office and like somebody sends him uh, schematics to a, a, a building they're making and he's able to generate it in 3D and walk around the building. Like, okay, that actually That's seems actually possible. Useful. Yeah, and yeah, that like seems 3D, like useful. Well, like you've developed a use case for the all well, of the maybe, architects like, out there. Yeah. It's, 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 I'm, I'm still not convinced that Cat would actually be better in 3D than it would be like 
Sure, it's I, debatable. I, I I think like it maybe an, someday that it, could actually I think be it, useful. It could be like if you are one of the increasingly small number of people who can afford to like build a house of your own. I can see why it would be neat to be like, okay, well, let's do a 3D render of the house and I can walk through it and I could maybe make changes at the last moment as I'm kind of experiencing you know, that, the that flow is, of that the is room, definitely useful. where a window is. Like, yeah, I can, that, that seems like something, number one, technologically, you could do that more or less now. Um, I don't think it's, it's not going to be as instantaneous as this, but if you give it time to render, it could be done. And it, it's something that a number of people might find useful. But again, that's a niche product. Because like eighteen people in our generation because, are buying homes. I mean, yeah, <laughs> and also it's 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 expensive to develop because you would have just modeling an actual yeah. real life location is a lot of work. Yeah. Um, now there is there is a lot of lot of technology that's getting way better at it by yeah, using machine like, cameras to, to um, it, and like basically so, filming yeah. a space and and the the computer can reconstruct it pretty accurately. Yeah. Uh, I, so that 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 is a growing field, but still it is it is it's a very niche you know area at least at this yeah. point. Yeah. So I, the thing that is, so anyway, there's aspects of this that are ridiculous, aspects of this that seem neat. But the longer you watch it, the thing that come, becomes really clear is that all he's really advertising is mass surveillance. That's so the problem with, yeah. Yeah. There's a point in this video where they're showing you how they can like map a real world location. So you can be in your actual house, put on your VR glasses, um, and it can map the, uh, your actual home digitally in real yeah. time and as you in as you pick up real things in your house you you see them being picked up in VR and presumably other people in VR could see it which we are um, not quite there yet i i stay pretty we up are to not. in VR technology we're getting close to this but we're not yeah. we're not quite there i mean we we're we're actually we actually are where what they show in the video and I, i'm going to play you a second uh, from it cuz i want to show you for, something like, here at least i mean like for, like consumer products we're not we're not at this point yet yeah and i i, I want to show you uh, where we are because th th this video they're showing like actual footage so they have built this thing but there's a catch and so I'm just going to play it right now All right without the researcher so what's critical here is that this is all happening in real time That's so if you I'm, I've just paused it what you've got here on one side there's a woman in a real like house sitting and picking up like a, a, a toy home on her yeah. couch and then on the left, you see the VR version of her house, which looks close to photorealistic. And like yeah. the house that she's holding in the real world is floating in the same way that she's holding it. Like her body isn't there, yeah. but like the stuff she's interacting with is. But if you look at the house she's holding, the reason that they're able to do this and it really does work is it's covered in sensors. It's covered in sensors. And, and actually every single thing in the real house is covered in sensors um, because that's the only way for this to work Everything right now. Everything that's moving is covered in sensors, yeah. Yeah, and it, it is impressive, like as a proof of concept, like this this is here, we can do this. But like... It's still light years away from practical. And more to the point, when you look at this, you realize that like, well, if this is ever going to work, the only way to make it work is for Facebook through this service to map your entire home yeah. in real time every hour always, of the always. day. Yeah. And they also go on to talk about like how you're going to have gesture commands and like you'll be able to like make an expression or like a hand gesture and that will do things, which means that like this service isn't just learning what's in your home and what you do with the things in your home. It's it's learning your facial expressions and your gestures and like what they mean and interpreting those at yeah. all times. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy 
Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. I can kind of explain where Oculus, which is owned yeah. by Facebook, I think they're technically renaming Oculus uh, yeah. in spring to just calling it the MetaQuest. Um, yeah. But so the where what? At- wait, wait, wait! The Meta Quest? That, that that that's what they're calling it. Instead of instead yeah. of Oculus Dear Quest, it's gonna be God. Meta Quest. Um, okay. <laughs> so where where they're at right now is basically uh, the only kind of real world interactivity that they have for their VR headsets. Again, for like the consumer models, I don't know what's in like development. Mm-hmm. Um, is uh, hand tracking? This this is the thing they've been working on for a long time. Is that you put on the headset and yeah. the camera, like the cameras and depth sensors built into the headset can see your hands. And like you said, you have like gesture controls uh, where you can do certain things with your hand, and it'll make certain things happen. This is the only interactivity that that we have. It's okay it's not perfect like it's it, yeah. it is it is better than a lot of the other hand tracking s- systems from other companies but like it's it's it is very much a work in progress um and the way to make this work is by v- is very good depth sensing cameras which uh, i think apple makes some of the best ones right now that they put into the iphone uh the other way of doing this is with uh, lighthouses so this is like separate um separate like uh uh separate cameras that you set up around the corners of your house that project uh, different like wavelengths of light and g- they get it received back so they can map your house um, with not just cameras but also like like in like infrared sensors and that kind of thing so th- these these are like the two methods of doing it uh, Facebook is really trying to go full on, full on 
to the everything is built into the headset thing. So yeah. no, so no, like lighthouses. Everything is just depth depth sensing cameras. So that's why they're working on hand tracking so much because that's something you can actually do. But like, I can't pick up anything. Um, like the, the, the only thing I can pick up is my controllers, which because they yeah. se- they have se- sensors built in, they can be rendered in the actual game uh, the same way like my hand can be. So that that that's where they're at for that for the consumer products. Yeah. Again, but more it's, it's, than it's getting just, developed again, but. where they're at, you think about what Facebook has already done with the information you provided and how so much of their money comes from selling your data. Yes. Um, the only way for this to work that they've they've po- is that the cameras posited, are always watching everything it, yeah. every moment of your existence including like your micro expressions is which being is why tracked. i keep my oculus and, in a tiny little box yeah and, um, here's, here's, and, and here's the thing if they were to actually develop the technology which i don't think is impossible although it's no, not it's particularly not close um it's not going to be cheap to store all that so in order to make it's it be worthwhile cloud-based. outside well it's going to be cloud-based but in order to make it like cloud isn't free um, no, in order you're going to pay yeah. like a, you're gonna have to pay well, a subscription, probably. I, I, I think you'll pay some, but I think in order to make it affordable um, so that more people are on it, they're just going to sell, sell your data to advertisers. Your data in a way yeah. that has never been in a, and, and the government will have access to it. Like, yeah. there, it is, it's actually like the, the thing that he is actually proposing here is I want to build a machine god that knows your sins, like that yeah, knows when your heart everything. rate is elevated, it, that knows what it looks house. like before yeah. you smile, that can predict like when you're about to make a gesture or laugh because it, 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 it has so accurately mapped your body and motions. Um, it's actually a nightmare. Like when yeah. you really think about what he is yeah. trying to build here, and it's like, well, what, what's what, what's the actual use case for this? And it's like, well, okay, so you have a, you have a bunch of special forces guys. You put them in a VR thing, and then mm-hmm. you know you can you can you you can have them drill on knowing exactly where all the rooms in the houses where mm-hmm. everyone is in where everyone is in a house at any given time. And it's like, oh, hey, this this is going to be great. This is yeah, it's it's great. Yeah, it's it's really cool. Um, they have a. So there is a little bit here briefly about where like Mark talks about uh, how the last year or so has been um, fucking uh, the the term he uses is humbling for them. Um, Oh, God. Yeah. And you you kind of think that like he's about to say that like, oh, because we we made life dramatically worse and our service was integral in several ethnic cleansings and a couple of civil wars and like hate crimes on a scale that was unimaginable before it it really came into being or that we thought had been at least we thought had been consigned to a century or so ago before Facebook came into being but no that's not why it's humbling why he says it's been humbling is that Facebook has been developing services for other platforms like the App Store where they don't have total control and that sucks and that's like the thing that that's the that's him admitting a little bit that like a big part of this is they're trying to build a service the entire internet gets filtered through that they completely control so that yeah. they are never in anyone else's wheelhouse like everything is done through facebook and with facebook's approval as opposed Th- to them they having want to, to get apple to say authority. yes to something yeah 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 Face- facebook facebook is going to become the state yeah and that's the thing that's trying to do it says so much about mark that he's like what's humbling isn't all of the mistakes i've made it's that periodically i have not had total control um it's great um, he then from immediately from this says that if we all work at it, uh, all of us, the metaverse can reach a billion people by the next decade, um, which is very funny. Yeah, um, yeah. That he thinks that that's like an enticing fucking thing. So one of the 
use cases they try to present is they have a beauty influencer who like made like a, a fucking candle line or something uh, that she sold on Instagram and she's she's very successful on Instagram. They bring this lady in and number one, as soon as they started interviewing her, it, it's it's what I was saying about, yeah, have a hire a celebrity to do this, Mark. You're not charismatic. She's immediately the most engaging person in the entire presentation because she's a successful in, like she's someone who understands how she appears on camera, um, how to make herself seem likable on camera, how to like interact with the world on a camera. And nobody else in this video understands that. Um, which is just funny. It's not particularly like say anything other than that, like, yeah, have professionals do difficult things, Mark. Don't don't hire your weird, gawky engineering staff to like be the faces of this thing. They're not good at this and neither are you. I, I, um, ju I just want to point out. So he says that like he, he yeah. can get one billion people the next decade. So yeah. far, there's only been 16 million VR headsets sold ever. Yeah. So getting that to the point of a billion seems like uh, quite quite the challenge. <laughs> I mean, it, it is a challenge, you, but I, you could look at, like, how quickly smartphones went from, Yeah, like, except smartphones were useful in improving the yes. world in very obvious ways. Yes. Yes. Whereas the metaverse, and even VR in general, doesn't improve the world for most people in obvious ways. Y yeah, but that, that's kind of what I'm saying, is that, like, the thing that is stupid and doomed about this isn't like, oh, you would have to sell so many headsets. If it was legitimately something every single person wanted on their head, it, they would sell a billion. They would yeah. sell a billion in a couple of years, you know? Um, but they haven't made that look like like so this this beauty influencer thing is an example of them trying to like explain here's something that people will find cool about the metaverse um and the way they do it is like talking about how you can have a digital storefront where like people can't just buy products but they can interact with you um she talks about how it'll be good for letting her interact with her fans by like bringing them into my home oh um, god which sounds like a fucking that nightmare. sounds like a Sorry. nightmare yeah, we Christ. love our fans but like no, no, no i do not want anyone shit. from Reddit i don't want anybody my in house. my goddamn home no, no. <laughs> um i barely want my friends in my home half the time like absolutely not um they didn't present us with a use case of how a brand, in this case, this like candle company this lady made that's big on Instagram, could release like a new candle flavor and launch a digital experience with it so you can buy both real and digital products. <sighs> it's kind of unclear in the video whether or not you're paying for the digital experience or is it like free when you buy the candle? Um, yeah, this is like, so I, I don't, think games is like developing. Yeah. It's like, you know, dropping products at the same time in the real world, in the digital world, but like the, the digital version is free because it's like, because it's like an ad, right? You could yeah. try something out virtually before you buy it physically. And that's what like Epic Games is doing. And honestly, I think Epic's version of the metaverse is slightly more hinged. They understand um, more what people actually want. Yeah, because like all the stuff they're trying with Fortnite, again, it doesn't seem fun for me, but at least it's like an extension of how people use the internet already. Whereas yeah. Facebook's is not that. Yeah, and and Mark never really understood what people wanted. He he accidentally yeah. did Facebook when trying to make something yeah. else. Like he wanted exactly. a place to share pictures of ladies he thought was hot. Um, and he accidentally built a thing that like gave people something they did want, which was a way to stay in contact with their friends from high school and college as they grew older. Right. Like yeah. that was the thing about Facebook that made it get huge originally. Um, and he hasn't learned anything since. He's just been smart. He's he's hired people who are smart enough to be like, hey, Instagram's probably going to be a big deal. Buy that. You should now. buy it. Yeah. You know, um, like that. That, But I, I haven't seen anything that's made me think like Mark gets what people want. And this has just made it clear that like he absolutely doesn't. So I want to play this video of like this is the digital experience to go with this fucking candle. That they're they're framing as like a piece of art that everybody's going to want to interact with I'm, who likes I'm so candles. Thrilled. I'm so thrilled um, to watch it. It's it's incredible because it again feels like a nightmare. I am a, I am a big candle fan. So same here. 
butterfly effect transports us to something magical. It's like a shitty arboretum. I, I don't see what this, has, what this has to do with candles. It's Jackie, as we walk through this amazing world, what does the metaverse mean to you? I just feel like this is like endless possibilities with my imagination. I can't even begin to imagine. But I, I don't understand. What does that have to do with candles? I uh, yeah, it, like they have it again. Like there's nothing. I can in walk there. around digi- about, like. Why can't I begin to imagine all the things people are going to do? I can well, walk around digital spaces on my quest. Yeah. It's again, it's fun for like 30 seconds. And yeah. then you see everything and you're like, oh, well, I can't touch it or smell it yeah. or actually feel it or do anything. So I'm going to go back and have a soda and I don't know, yeah. play and like read a book or something. <laughs> like, And they, they, they've brought in this influencer who like used one of their other services in a way they hadn't initially intended and was successful in that, which is not a bad idea on its surface. Like, yeah, bring in creative people and let them play around and make something new to show people how exciting this is, right? That's the smart thing to do. But all they've presented is like, look, it's a tiny little weird arboretum you can walk around in after buying a candle. And it's like, well, I like candles, but that that's not a, fun. That, that doesn't sound like a fun addition. Yeah. It's, it's a candle like, buying process. The whole part of the metaverse is like making like interactivity more, like being be yeah. able to interact with with digital things. And like, that's not interacting. That's just walking around. Like, unless I can like, Take of like a bazooka and blow up the arbor like ar- arboretum. Or fuck the candle, you know. Or Let fuck, me the, fuck can- the candle. Like, like, that's nothing. Like you have to do something. Like all of the VR games that are fun, like 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 a uh, super hot or so- like something. It's about you know picking up objects in VR and throwing them at people. That's fun. Yeah. And you like so unless I can pick up this candle and assault people with it in the game, I don't see what really the dry like yeah. what's what's exciting about this. You were saying something, Chris? Oh, well, I guess. You know, the, the, the thing I keep coming back to with this is that the only way this and this literally any of this makes any sense if it's just like a chip in your brain. And yeah. Because like, yes. like, all of it, all of it is built around that. But it's but it's not like it can't be like we don't the technology for that won't exist for like ages. And so they're, it's like it's like it's like they're, they're selling some of it definitely is headset based like that Arboretum thing. But yeah, for a lot of, for a yeah, lot of it, but even yeah, but like I mean, I think even that right, like. Okay, so why would you want like, yeah, you're, you're saying like, why would you it, it's like, okay, it's, it's interesting for like. 10 minutes, right? Yeah. The, the only most. way that would be, like, the only way that would be an actually interesting experience is if you could get all of the full sensory experience. If you could smell you and feel. Yeah, yeah, right. And that that's, that's, that's like, that's, that's the thing where, like, and this yeah. thing only yeah. makes sense if it's, like, a brain chip. It, well, I mean, there's, there's two versions. There's one, it's a brain chip, or two, it's a video game. Yeah. And Epic Games is doing the thing where it's a video game, and yeah, that and makes that slightly seems more sense. to me. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But, like, they don't, you know, but they're, they're trying to sell, like, and I, I think part of what's going on here is also just, like, this is, this is designed to, like, like this is designed to like trick Silicon Valley investors. Yes, yes. that is, that is like, what's going on. Yeah, and, and those people, I think, are just going to be like, "Oh, we'll we'll have brain chips eventually," and so we'll, we'll just we'll dump talk another. About, we'll probably talk about that yeah. part more at the end because yeah, this is just a scam. This is just a scam, and it is like again to talk about like the dystopian aspects of this, Chris. As you brought up, one of the aspects is that like it's a, a complete panopticon of perfect surveillance if they actually make this thing. And number two is the only way to do most of what they're talking about. That's cool is to give Mark Zuckerberg physical control over human beings, brain chemistry on a global scale, which I think is a bad idea. I'm not going to sign up for that. <laughs> I'm not going to sign up for that. No. I don't, I don't want to walk around in a weird candle room that badly. Like, um, to, like to your point, Chris, about like how it's, you know, there's no sensory stuff is like, yeah, like the most popular VR games the reason why they work so well, and the reason why they don't like break the uncanny valley, is because you're in like a barren land. Like, like you know, like Beat yeah. Saber, you're not in a place. You know, you're yeah. in the in the game interface. For like 
super super hot, you're in like whitewashed abstract like concrete yeah, spaces, yeah. right? So like there's nothing there's is nothing to smell or feel. So like you don't feel like you're missing anything because you're in a very like stripped down version of reality. There is a, a really good uh, VR game. I forget what it's called, but it's it's based in like an office, and you're like fighting robots to break out of like this capitalist office room, and it's cool because like yeah, it's miserable because it's like it's like an office space. You feel like you're in an office because it, nothing about it's exciting, right? VR yeah. games that are in like lush worlds, they, they feel so much more like disconnected yeah. because you have like a weird like you have yeah. you have like you have like an uncanny valley thing, but ex- yeah. instead of like a face or a person, it's like an environment. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. We're running low on time. I want to move to something that I think is important here, which is there is one moment in this video where they try to address the fact that they've done a tremendous amount of damage to the world and have repeatedly failed to like uh, anticipate dangers that their services have. So they need to like deal with that at some point. And this is like, well, what about if like, what about bad things that could happen? What if like, what about like unintended things? What about like ways in which this could be harmful to society that you haven't foreseen? So because they're not completely stupid in order to address that, they bring on um, a well-dressed or not well-dressed, but they bring on like a friendly British man um, who kind of kind of reads as like a 
like a scientific kind of expert guy. They bring on a, a, a charming British person to like talk okay. about how they're going to not not destroy the world. And this is very telling. So far, it's, it's such visionary stuff. But as you mentioned early on, with all big technological advances, there are inevitably going to be in all sorts of challenges and uncertainties. And I know you've talked about this a bit already, but people want to know how we're going to do all this in a responsible way. And especially that we play our part in helping to keep people safe and protect their privacy online. Yeah, that's right. This is incredibly important. The way I look at it is that in the past, the speed that new technologies emerged sometimes left policymakers and regulators playing catch up. So on the one hand, companies get accused of charging ahead too quickly. And on the other, tech people feel that progress can't afford to wait for the slower pace of of regulation. And I really think that it doesn't have to be the case this time round. Because we have years until the metaverse we envision is fully realized. So this is the start of the journey, not the end. So that's telling uh, that he's like, we don't need to worry about like we don't need to like uh, it'll be fine. It'll get regulated properly. It'll be safe enough because it's going to take so long to figure all this out that surely we will anticipate and deal with all of the potentially toxic side effects of this technology ahead of time. Um, and if you believe that, I would say, take a look at Facebook's track record with that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but they are smart in having a charming British man do it. That's the right guy to have in, in, in the only aspect of good casting in this. That is the right guy to have come on and try to allay people's fears yeah. um, that this will destroy society. You bring, a, you bring a charming British man in. You know, that's how you do that kind of thing. Um, that's when I get canceled for the things I've been doing overseas. Um, I'm going to hire a British person to defend myself. Do, do they make any more comments about like AR glasses or VR? Yes, like, technology? Uh, quite a few. I wanted to move on to that, um, even though, yeah, we're, we're so um, they talk about they have a whole section where they're they're talking about the actual glasses they have. So they, they announced, number one, they have a, a project. The goal, as he repeatedly says, is to make a, quote, normal, good looking pair of glasses um, yeah, that obviously. do all this stuff, which Just obviously that is, yes. that is the end goal. Yeah. Um, and he, he does in order as like a proof of concept. He shows us these AR Ray-Bans that actually look legitimately rad. They look like normal, at least the private the, touched a pair of these in my hands. But the 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 videos that are supposed to be these real products show a pair of what look like normal Ray-Bans that you can take pictures and videos with. You can answer phone calls on. You can do like video cool. phone calls yeah. on yeah. them and stuff. Actually like they, they seem neat and like they look like normal glasses. Yeah. Um, and that is pretty cool. Um, they go kind of pivot from that to announcing that like they have this new thing, Project Nazar, um, which – oh, I looked up what Nazar means a little bit ago. It's probably um, dystopian. Uh, <laughs> no, I think it was just – yeah. Uh, it, it's a town. Oh, it's a surf spot, right? It's a place in I think Portugal where there's like great waves, and okay. Mark Zuckerberg's really into surfing. He plays a surfing game at one point in this that is one of the most um, embarrassing things. I've embarrassing had. things yeah. I've seen in my entire fucking life. Um, but yeah, so Project Nazar is the, supposed to be like the first true like VR glasses. So they they do the the good thing, which is like here's the real technology, these Ray Bans, and look, these are pretty neat. Obviously, that doesn't come close to what they're promising. Um, and this whole thing where they talk about what the uh, the glasses, which they say they're making good progress on, are going to do. We don't ever see any fucking glasses. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah. And and that's because they're not really close uh, to 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 working yet. Uh, I, I yeah, definitely think really hard that the AR glasses are going to be the way to act. Like if the goal is to integrate 
digital spaces into the physical space. Right? I think I, I think it's a good goal because what, what that's yeah. going to do that's going to make the digital space less fake. Right? It, it, it's yeah. injecting that into the actual real world. So I think that will actually really help with like disassociative stuff. Is because it's actually in it's actually in the real world as well. I think that's going to be wonderful yeah. when that gets developed. And I think the glasses are are definitely going to be a thing within the next ten to twenty years. There yeah, is ways that the, like a, like a, figure a, illuminating glass on the side to make like yeah. you know like a, what it looks like an image. This is definitely going to be a thing that's going to be possible. Yeah, my big figure aspects are, of it out. Like yeah. surveillance and privacy is like the big yeah. big fears for that because we're nowhere close to hacking the brain enough to feel sensations. And like the only thing like I've played a lot of VR. The only thing that you can feel in VR is fear. That's yeah. the only thing that VR is capable of replicating that's good. as as a feeling. It's like you can feel terrified in VR. That's that's yeah. th- that's it. You can't ever well, okay, feel there's, like there's one other thing. You can feel exhausted. Yeah, that's you exa- can, you I, played, I played a bow and arrow game, and I was doing like bow draws for like four yes. hours, and I was like, oh, "We've man. we've developed a way to make you frightened and tired." <laughs> that <laughs> is what VR is best, which like, is all of, by the way what Twitter does normally. It's all true. Of, <laughs> All of like all of like the Resident Evil VR games, yeah, yeah they're gonna make you tired and terrified, and that's um, kind of it. So we we have to close out, but I want to do that by playing Mark Zuckerberg lamenting the internet that he played a major role in in building as a way to talk about why we need a metaverse because it's kind of funny. We're allowed to build and use are more tightly controlled than ever, and high taxes on creative new ideas are stifling. This is not the way that we are meant to use technology. The metaverse gives us an opportunity to change it and build it well. But it's going to take all of us, creators, developers, companies of all sizes. Together, we can finally put people at the center of our technology and deliver an experience where we are present with each other. Yeah. Um, what, what a ghoul. What yeah, a what ghoul. What a monster. Like, all of that's nonsense. Number one, you're not, you're one of the people who has turned the internet into an expensive walled garden. It didn't used to be this way. Then Facebook swooped in, made themselves for free, um, like integral to all content, and then started charging those content creators and like fucking them around and lying to them, which led to the destruction of a huge number of websites and a tremendous amount of digital culture. Like, you're why it feels like a dead walled garden, and everything you've presented in this video makes the metaverse feel like a dead walled garden, but I want to play his last lines in the, uh, in this video. Um, cause this is him kind of summing up his vision for the future via the metaverse. And now it is time to take everything that we have learned and help build the next chapter. I'm dedicating our energy to this more than any other company in the world. And if this is the future that you want to see, then I hope that you will join us because the future is going to be beyond anything we can imagine. I agree with that part, Mark. The future is going to be beyond what you can imagine. What a ghoul. Yeah, it, it's, you have it's no just, imagination. It's yeah. just it's just using trendy tech terms to trick investors into giving them billions of dollars. Yeah. That's like right that's that's all it is because all, all of this like this like haptic feedback replicating like human feelings and stuff we're nowhere close to that and when we do it's going to be dystopian but we're we're not close to it and it's going we, to be dystopian or it's going to be better in ways that like we can't yet conceive of um and then eventually it will be destroyed for profit if it actually gets cool like the old internet was yeah it's yeah, yeah. it's it's yeah but i think but both this and even a lot like a, a lot of like the epic stuff just seems a a, a, a it's just the new way mm. that tech companies that's where they think the money vault is is by yeah. using these terms and they think using these terms is going to get them lots of extra investor yeah. money 
Um, so, because the actual technology is nowhere really close to this, and it's not what people want out of the internet anyway. It absolutely is not. But I don't know. I think this was important. I think yeah. Facebook is important and has a major impact on the way the internet is continuing to evolve, um, usually in negative ways. But this is how these people who are doing a lot of damage view the future. So you should know what they're looking at and what yeah. they anticipate. But I, I think I think there, there's a kind of optimistic note to this, though, right? Which is like, okay, so we, we've we've reached the point where like even like Boris Johnson is going like, oh God, climate change is coming. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And this is the best they've got. Yeah. Right. This like, is their vision have, of the they future. Have no, after they have yeah. nothing. They have nothing. And, you know, I think like one of the only ways we can win is if we're facing a uniquely incompetent ruling class. Yeah. And if it, if the rule, if the, if the guy were, if the guy we have to deal with in order to like not drown every single whale and like have half of the world's cities consumed by the ocean is Mark Zuckerberg. Like we got a shot. (laughs) We got a shot. (laughs) I think there are some smarter people that aren't. Yeah. That operate behind the scenes. Right. Like, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't think I think that's a nice note to end on because it is it is worth the nice thing about this is how clearly they don't understand what the future is going to look like online. Yeah, um, they have ways in which they're trying to direct the future and aspects of that will come true. Like their VR will succeed in some form at some point and it will be potentially an unprecedented surveillance breakthrough. That I mean, is, like has some unsettling implications yeah, and as well like, as some positive metaverse. ones. Yeah. Metaverse stuff's getting developed by a lot of other stuff. I think the the move by Twitter to create like this like uh, they, it's called like tw- like Twitter Spaces, yeah. where it's like this like you know basically like voice chat room. Like a lot of people are moving towards this concept where we try to like in- inject more like in person in- interactivity into this virtual framework. Right? We yeah. saw this with like uh, with like a Clubhouse last year during during the pandemic, where people yeah. like watching like Netflix in the quote same room. Right? Yeah. Like we're seeing people try to do this. With varying mixed success, but this is the way tech is 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 inching. So it is a good idea to keep your eye on it because yeah, yeah. it has a lot of implications for like so, privacy and advertising and all that kind of stuff. We'll continue to cover aspects of this, talk about the technology, talk about the surveillance implications, talk about the visions these people have. But I think to, this has been these episodes have been useful. And like, here's what Mark thinks is coming. Here's what Facebook yeah. is pouring like ten billion dollars into. It's dumb as shit. Have a nice day. It Could Happen Here is a production of Cool Zone Media. For more podcasts from Cool Zone Media, visit our website, coolzonemedia.com, or check us out on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find sources for It Could Happen Here updated monthly at coolzonemedia.com slash sources. Thanks for listening. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals. It was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 you know what i'm saying like it could have been like easier and a lot of people have asked me like how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple and what else was it gonna like that's what the song wanted thanks for listening to this episode of the crew call podcast on deadline Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. 
Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Oh. 